Hello everyone and welcome to Therapy in a Nutshell. I'm Emma McAdam, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and this is the podcast where I condense mental health skills into bite-sized nuggets of help. This video is all about getting better at feeling. This is the one skill that I wish everyone could learn because it's like flipping a switch on your emotions, switching off the struggle and turning on peace with your emotions. The skill is called willingness. When you learn to use willingness, you can take all that energy that you were wasting fighting your emotions and you can channel it toward the life that you want. This is the last video from the foundation section of this course where you've learned how to notice and name your emotions without judgment, avoidance, and struggle. In the upcoming sections, I'm gonna teach you a dozen skills to resolve painful, crappy, intense, distorted emotions that you're feeling. But to get there, we have to be better at sitting with them as step two in this process. So hang tight. As much as we may wish that we didn't have to feel painful emotions, it's just not possible. Emotions, physical sensations, and thoughts, they're all part of who we are. They're a beautiful, vivacious part of being alive. They're essential to our ability to live and love and connect and care. So just for a minute, let's compare painful emotions to this brick, right? This brick represents a painful emotion like sadness or anxiety or chronic pain. Now, when I just want to avoid it, when I try not to think about it, when, you know, I say, why me? You know, when, when this feeling comes up, that's like holding this brick at arm's length. Now, how long do you think this can last, right? This brick is a lot heavier at arm's length than it is right here. So I can, I can just try harder, right? I can just exert more energy, more willpower. And that's not sustainable because I get tired, right? Because I can't let this brick go, I, I might end up collapsing. Now, people with depression and anxiety disorders, or sometimes people with chronic pain or tinnitus or muscle tension, right? They aren't lazy. They're often people who work the hardest to fight their emotions. They struggle and they put so much energy and attention into their feelings, but somehow their actions backfire and they end up feeling exhausted and hopeless. In this video, I'm gonna teach you how bringing your uncomfortable emotions close to you, how sitting with uncomfortable sensations can make them lighter, easier to bear, and sometimes, just, just sometimes, makes them go away completely. And the skill is called willingness. And I've seen it transform my clients from desperate and hopeless into peaceful and hopeful. Willingness means to sit with and engage with what you are currently experiencing. It's allowing yourself to be where you're at, even if it's uncomfortable or painful. It means you're willing to experience emotions you may instinctively not want to feel, to, to feel what you feel and to expand your heart to be able to make space for those emotions, whether they're comfortable or painful. Willingness is a practical skill that can be learned. And in this video, I'm gonna break it up into tiny little steps that you can practice. Now, people often talk about mindfulness and meditation as fundamental to learning to work through emotions. And that's true, they've been shown to be very helpful. But in my opinion, willingness is the key to why mindfulness works. Willingness is the actual thing that you're doing that makes the difference. Now, before we break down the skill of willingness into steps, let me tell you a story from one of my friends and how she used willingness in her life. Now, my friend Beth, she said, yesterday was a challenging day for me. 
I put my oldest son on a plane with the expectation that I won't see him face to face for two years. Now her son had just um, left to serve a two-year mission for his church. So back to what she was saying. I've felt all my feelings in the past week about missing him, as well as mourning the loss of our current family dynamics. I grappled with him leaving the nest and finding out his parents were wackos or realizing all the ways that I'd underperformed or hurt or neglected him as his mom, which, you know, he already knows. I spent yesterday trying to feel my feelings, allowing myself a whole day for mental health. Whenever I'd try to pull myself up by my bootstraps, I'd reconsider saying to myself what I tell to my kids all the time. You're supposed to feel your feelings. So I did, even though my MO is to cover up my feelings with busyness. And it helped that I have people around me who I've watched do similar things and feel similar feelings. So there was a measure of acceptance for what I was feeling, a willingness to give my feelings the time they needed. Then she says, today feels better. There's access to easier, lighter, happier energies. I feel like I can breathe sighs of relief and smile. I feel like I can encourage and support myself and my family anew. I feel a draw to balance today with hope, connection, brightening the day in whatever way pleases me. And I wonder if I can feel this today because I honored my feelings yesterday. In this example, Beth wanted to distract herself by keeping busy. She wanted to suppress her feelings of sadness, but instead she gave herself some space to work through them gently. And by the next day, they had resolved. So let's talk about how to practice willingness. The first step of willingness is to describe what you're feeling instead of judging it. So don't label what you're currently experiencing as good or bad. Just remember that all core emotions serve a function. So instead of judging with words like good, bad, terrible, awful, great, best, worst, use words like uncomfortable, unpleasant, painful, sensitive, tender, hot, cold, sharp, dull, warm, smooth, gentle, soft, pleasant. It's normal and it's healthy and it's beautiful to feel emotions. This is a beautiful part of life. The path to healing from mental illness is learning to move through emotions, not to avoid them. Now, willingness is not wanting to feel pain. It's not liking or agreeing uh, with the pain or with these intense emotions. It's not saying that pain is what you want your life to be about. Willingness is saying, This is what I'm experiencing right now, so I will tune in and experience it. And and paradoxically, this is the path that's most likely to free you from intense, painful emotions. If we go back to the processing plant analogy from the intro, we, we can't turn a whole dead salmon into a delicious filet without looking at it, cutting it open, and removing the distasteful parts. We need to go through the process to get the results you want. The next step is to be curious. Practice exploring a healthy relationship to your emotions and your sensations. So you're just curious. You could say something like, oh, hello, tinnitus. How are you today? Or, oh, hi, anxiety. You know, do you have anything to say before you move on? Now, curiosity is an antidote to worry, right? And as you're curious, you go back to describing, right? Describing where, where is it located? Where am I feeling the sensation? And then are there other parts of my body that feel differently? And then you can describe it, right? Does it have a color? Does it have a sound? Does it change over time? Um, I, you know, I have a client who consistently describes his emotions. You know, it feels like a hollow space or it feels like a tingling energy. And at, at this point, 
when you're curious, I'm encouraging you to stay in your body as much as possible. This, this is not about figuring out the childhood roots of your problems. It's not asking, why am I feeling this way? That's a step we'll save for later. Overanalyzing can be another form of avoidance. But with willingness, we stay in the present moment and we describe things as they are here and now. Joy Remini, who's a neuroplasticity specialist and a vestibular audiologist, said, I have seen countless tinnitus clients resolve their tinnitus completely once they master the art of curiosity and connecting to their values. They no longer even notice the tinnitus, despite the fact that it would still be there in the background of their minds. Their brain has learned to filter it out, and they're now able to get back to life and to feel normal without worry or distress. So instead of struggling with emotions, right, drop the rope, lean in. This means instead of pushing that emotional brick away, you pull it in close. It's okay to struggle for something, to fight for your life, for your values, for your purpose, to live well, right? It's okay to struggle to do good in the world, but drop the struggle to force your emotions to change. Step away from the trap of putting all your energy into changing how you feel and put that energy somewhere more helpful. Okay, another step, be present. Instead of focusing on how long will this last? What if this lasts forever, right? You just think it is what it is right now. And then get back in your body. Name, describe, greet, acknowledge, be curious, allow it to be there just here in now in the present, right? Sometimes it helps to place your hand on the part of your body where you're feeling it, right? And then you just breathe space into it. Imagine warmth and softness and light flowing into your emotions. You can also notice your breathing. You can clench and you can tighten your muscles. You can expand awareness to other parts of your body and other sensations. Uh, you could even try this experiment. You could try to make your feelings, your emotions worse for a moment. You say, bring it on, anxiety. Do your worst. This is called putting the kettle on. When you experiment with your emotions in this way, when you say, listen, you are uncomfortable, but you can't harm me. You can't damage me then suddenly this grip, this struggle that emotions, this, this power they seemingly have over you, suddenly they don't have power over you anymore. Okay, next step. Be compassionate to yourself and your emotions. You could, you know, ask yourself, how am I treating my body and my anxiety? Am I being kind? The emotions or sensations may or may not go away, but being mean to them will surely make you feel worse. You could say something like this to your, to your emotions, you know, Take as much time as you need. <laughs> it's such a paradox, right? I mean, like with a child who has an owie, you just, you hold them, you hug them, you kiss their owie, you, you know, you, you lean into that, right? There's something immensely healing about wholehearted empathy. Now, in my religion, this is called the bowels of mercy, right? Feeling something in your gut heals it. This is the same as that amazing healing that happens when someone sincerely listens and says, I know how you feel. That must really be difficult, right? When we lean in and we're gentle with what we're feeling, our emotions tend to soothe and calm down. Okay, next, watch out for your stories, right? All humans have these automatic negative thoughts and worries. Things like, oh, why me? Why is my tinnitus so loud? Why am I so sad? Is there something wrong with me? What's the matter with me, right? Is this a sign that something is actually wrong? 
there is a time and a place to explore the questions of like, oh, is something wrong? Do I need to fix it? Right? Do these sensations have a message for me? Um, it's it's okay to explore that, right? To ask if if these emotions are asking you to address them, uh, to change something, or to heal or resolve something. And often these intense automatic negative thoughts they're exaggerated or they come up even when you're healthy, safe, and things are okay. So when really intense thoughts come up, just notice them as thoughts, acknowledge that they're there, but don't overthink them. Don't, don't dwell on the thoughts themselves. Now, overthinking can be a habitual form of avoidance. So instead, just shift your attention away from your stories and back to your body. How are you feeling in your body? And that's it. You can feel what you're feeling right now. It may be unpleasant, but that doesn't mean it's bad. Emotions can be uncomfortable, but emotions won't harm you. They, they don't damage you. Avoiding emotions or struggling against them or demanding that they go away can lead to behaviors that harm you. So, for example, feeling anxiety about public speaking, you can still give a good presentation even if you're nervous. But if you have the rule that I'm not allowed to feel anxious, then you may avoid giving a presentation, which may harm your job. Or you may use drugs to calm yourself down, which can negatively impact your life. Even the ultimate form of harm, suicide, it's not caused by emotions, but by the desperate need to escape emotions. I've seen over and over that when a person develops willingness, they no longer feel suicidal. Now, this is not the same as wallowing, surrendering, or giving up, or giving in. You know, wallowing is all about letting go of your ability to choose, allowing emotions to make your choices and giving up and labeling yourself as, you know, helpless or broken. And, and it's also, you know, wallowing is about projecting your current emotions into the future. Willingness is all about noticing what you're feeling and then noticing that you're noticing that and that there's a deeper you who watches yourself watching your feelings and makes choices about what to watch. So, so that's a little complicated. We're going to talk more about this um, self as context idea, this I am idea. But when we take the time to be willing, it opens up space to make choices. You are the CEO of your brain. You are not in control of what thoughts pop up or what sensations show up, but you are in control of what you focus on. And when you focus on something, it gets louder. So the key to healing is to notice and to acknowledge your uncomfortable sensations and then make a choice about what you are going to pay attention to. When we constantly scan ourselves like, oh, how's my anxiety today? How's my depression today? How's my tinnitus today? We send the message to our brain that anxiety and sadness or tinnitus are the most important things. Our brain responds by putting more energy into them. Instead of speeding up to avoid our feelings or hyper-focusing on our painful sensations, just give yourself a little more time to process your feelings throughout the day. Emotions can serve an important function sometimes, and other times they're just waves that come and go. The one thing that is sure to make them worse is fighting them or avoiding them. So the next step in working through and being willing with your emotions is to shift your focus to something that's more important to you. So this could be something like peace or calm, right? So you can scan your body for sensations like that. Instead of focusing all your energy on holding that brick at arm's length, put your energy towards the things that matter the most to you. So if you value being a kind mother, 
sit with your kids on the floor, put your distractions away and look them in the eyes and, and just be with them. When, when you notice the uncomfortable emotions or sensations come up, just acknowledge them like, hello, anxiety. Nice to see you today. And then you put your attentions back on your values, you know, your children or your work or whatever it is you're doing. After you've acknowledged your painful sensations or emotions, shift your focus back to your values and the things that bring you joy, peace, and love. Remember what you pay attention to, you get more of. This is not avoidance or distraction, but it's intentional use of your mental energy. This is how you take your power back. When you put your attention on what matters most in your life, you free yourself to live a meaningful and fulfilling life. Willingness frees you to do that. If you're on YouTube, you can check out my video on uh, willingly out of breath. This is another exercise on how to practice that. Um, but right now you can try this practice of willingness with some physical sensations. And you may be surprised of how much of an emotion is really made up of physical sensations. So you could try this with like a good deep stretch. I'm not saying hurt yourself. Don't do the splits or something if you're not capable of that. But like a good stretch or holding an ice cube or doing wall sits, right? And you just do that uncomfortable thing and then you practice willingness while you do it. And keep an eye on this channel because I'm going to make some more videos with practical guidance and a meditation for emotions or uncomfortable sensations. So stay tuned. Thank you for watching and take care. This podcast was adapted from a YouTube video from my YouTube channel, Therapy in a Nutshell. So if you'd like to see more of my videos, check that out and go subscribe on YouTube. Also, you can sign up for my newsletter at www.therapynutshell.com. Thank you for listening and take care.